Keep It Classy is made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Keep It Classy, your first stop for all things fighting games. Now listen, if you like what you hear here on the podcast, please be sure to check out our website at keepitclassy.podbean.com. Drop us an email, keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at classypodcast. All right, how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? You are listening to Keep It Classy, your first stop for all things fighting games. Welcome back to the classiest podcast on the internet. You are listening to round number 26 of KIC. And uh, you know what? If Just to get the plugs out of the way right away, if you guys want to check us out on Twitter, it's at Classy Podcast. And if you have any questions or you just want to give us a shout out or say what's up, send us an email at keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com. Now today, uh, I'm your host, Pac Bell, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Savage. How you doing, Savage? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Today is is a painfully sober day. I forgot to make a drink before we started the podcast, so this might be angrier than usual. (laughs) Yeah, that's always a good way to start the podcast, is angry. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so we are uh, your first stop for all things fighting games, which you can expect from us today on the podcast. Uh, it's going to be a pretty, uh, Mortal Kombat day today, because we got, uh, Mortal Kombat just came out, we've been playing it, we've been loving it, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, we're going to review the Mortal Kombat game now that it's out, and we actually know everything about it, we've been able to play it and get our hands on it, and our main topic for today, because this is the 10th edition of Mortal Kombat, so that means that 23 years ago, Mortal Kombat 1 came out, and you know what, violence was a big, uh, topic back then, but it had more to do with, um, with uh, corrupting the youth and the children's and protecting our future and so forth. But you know what? Mortal Kombat has always raised the question of, is there such a thing as too much violence in a fighting game? Uh, and, and is it good or is it bad? Is there a good kind of it? Will it turn people off uh, of people's ability to pick up this game of what otherwise, what I think would be a fantastic experience for them? Uh, so we're going to talk about that today. And our character of the week this week is going to be Cassie Cage from Mortal Kombat. Uh, and I got Cassie, a lot of... I'm bad at my job in story mode, Cage. Cassie is an awesome character, dude. How could you say she's bad at her job? She's just got a bunch of dickheads that are following her around. Like that stupid point. Chinaman with the ponytail who's got his fucking skull staff. He's not listening to orders. That was a dude. I'm like, I'm like, Cassie, if you don't punch that dude in the goddamn neck... So we, he's just like, no, I'm Captain Misunderstanding. <laughs> I gotta right. get this ball rolling. I'm sorry, I, I'm gonna let it go. We'll, we'll <laughs> go back to we'll come back to it when we get to Cassie Cage. So first and foremost, so thank you guys for joining us. Let's get right into it. Mortal Kombat 10. Now the game came out. We we only had a bunch of some spe- we we had uh, some details about the game, but basically. For those of you who played Injustice, the game will feel really familiar to you guys. The pace of it, the speed of it. I actually think it's a little bit faster than Injustice. What do you think? I think yeah. it's a little faster, actually. It moves, in my opinion, it moves faster than Injustice. And it has, uh, I don't know, like, 
Okay. All right. All right. Let me just get all my baggies out there. I'm terrible at Mortal Kombat, so take everything I'm about to say with a little salt because I'm bitter. It's got that. It's fast, but still has that Mortal Kombat clunkiness. Yeah. So you're like, this is Mortal Kombat, but this is so much faster. And then you're like, oh, the block button. And so it has, it's, it's like Injustice, but with the block button, but faster. I guess that really is like the big, the big, here, there's two really huge differences that you're, that you're gonna have to get used to if you're gonna jump into a Mortal Kombat game. The first is, is the block button. Normally, in pretty much, I wanna say every other fighting game except for Soul Calibur, there is, you have to hold back to block. So you basically tilt the stick away from the opponent to block. I don't think there's any other fighting game out there that that has a block button other than those two games. Am I right? I'm thinking, man. There's, there's, because they suck. Like, <laughs> That's not true. No, it's, it's just different. Yeah, it's just like it, it don't suck. It's just one of those things where back is so useful. You're just like, why would I ever do anything else? It's like the first time you use an iPad. And so I was like, it's a touch screen. I'm like, that's stupid. And then you use it, and you're like, oh, there's no going back, is there? Well, that's that's what back to block is to me, a touch thing, screen. The thing is, is like, back to block is very intuitive because, uh, but you know what? Like, I, I almost want to say that that for people who have never played a fighting game before, that's not intuitive to them. You know what I mean? Like, that's like that's why we're like, holding away. To block that, I mean, holding away makes you run. You know what I mean? Like makes you go away. Listen, but, don't you don't you hit me with that Dota bullshit? Try and make it sound like I'm clinging to old archaic fighting <laughs> bullshit. Okay, <laughs> I know you got your podcast, but this is not Dota. Block, <laughs> back the block makes sense. It Once does make sense, but I'm just saying that you know what this game has kind of opened my mind up a little bit because. You know what? Like, I, I'm starting to really love this block button thing because in all these other fighting games, there's all these these um, these different mix-ups and things like that where when you jump over somebody's head, you can't tell what side they're on. Um, it's called a cross-up where that you don't can't tell what side they're going to hit you from, and you can't. You know, it's stupid, stupid. Okay, it's all it's not stupid, but it's it's not it's it's very difficult to to get adjusted to when you're first learning how to play a game. Um, and it's a pretty common tactic for the people use. But the block button means that if you're holding that button, and as uh, you're gonna block, okay, no matter what side they're on or whatever, where they're flipping all over the fucking screen, I can't see anything and whatever. Like you hold the block button, you're gonna block. The only way they're gonna hit you is if you you have the only difference is you have to either block high or block low. That's it. If they're in the air, you block high. If they're on the ground, you most likely block low, uh, because you'll probably block more things low than you will will high, unlike Tekken, where you have to that, high. Yeah, that's true. I mean, everything you're saying makes sense. You know, like, especially for someone that always loses the cross-ups. I understand I would say for someone who gets crushed <laughs> down all the time, like, you might actually be into the block button. I just, one, I hate cross-ups because it's a holdover from shitty programming, and they're like, it's strategy. I'm like, no, I just gotta learn what abilities are gonna be a cross-up, and then guess, that's, thanks Capcom. But, so, <laughs> I feel like the block button was a response to that, where they're like, we don't know how to deal with these cross-ups. They're broken. They're like, put a block button. And they're like, brilliant. And But, like, it's 2015. I'm just, I just want to hold back and block and not think about R2, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing, man. Like, this game is meant to be played on a controller. I think. I think it's, it's uh, they they have, like, um. 
just like Injustice, they have two different setups where your special moves can be inputted like Street Fighter inputs. But for the most part, it's pretty simple and intuitive to use it on a controller. Yeah. Uh, it's my controller game. It's like Injustice. I'm like, nope, let's do the controller. Let's get it going. And it, and it's great. Like it's just you don't have to lug that stick around. It's nice. It's it's a cool thing. So let's let's talk a little bit about the story mode of this game uh, first because that's what I was like the most excited for. I was excited for the different stances and everything. But oh. I, was re- I was really stoked for the for the story mode first. So have you actually? How much? How far have you gotten in the story mode? You got to- I was gonna say, can I do can I do my rant now? I got I got my Mortal yes. Kombat rant. Okay, I gotta get this out. I gotta get this out because I was excited for the story mode. Because story mode is what, is what I'm here for, right? Right. But but this is gonna this is gonna I'm going on a journey, Keith. Come with me on this journey. All right. <laughs> it started a couple of weeks ago. I've been losing my feel for uh, fighting games. I was playing Zotto and it was joyless. And I, I understand you don't you don't understand what that's like. Imagine you're like thirty something and you get the bang your first love again, right? Right. And you do it and it's joyless. Imagine that, right? <laughs> like no. No, what happened? So I'm like, so I'm like, okay, maybe it's just Zotto. I went back to Axel, and I just, I'm like, ugh, I hate him in his jean shorts now. Aww. And I'm like, what happened? Something has changed, and I need to, I need to get back. So I've been, and Mortal Kombat 10 came out. I'm like, this is it. I'm gonna get in Mortal Kombat. I know nothing about Mortal Kombat other than I suck at it. So I'm gonna go. And I'm gonna learn it. I'm gonna play the story mode. Hey, I'm gonna play. Fresh. Yeah, I'm, I'm new to this, right? I'm gonna try all the new characters, cause all the other characters are fucking dead. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> like, <laughs> they kill so many people. That's why Sonya Blade banged, uh, Johnny Cage, cause no one else worth banging was alive. <laughs> Everybody else is dead. But like, I start playing the story mode, which is awesome. And now uh, you start off with Johnny Cage. I'm like, oh, I know Johnny. I don't like playing Johnny, but I know me some Johnny. Right. We've been through some shit together. Yeah. And you get through all the shit, and you start going, and you start meeting Cassie's crew, and then you get to Jim, who's like Green Arrow, which, let's, let's talk about emotional baggage. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're Green Arrow. Fuck you, Netherrealm. <laughs> you made a rush down Green Arrow, and I'll never forgive you for it, you fucks. <laughs> Oh, and I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Tap people on the head with the skull on this bow? Kill yourself, Jin! <laughs> so, so it became this arduous journey, right? Or it would be like, oh, like, Devora, this chick's weird. I, it took me like three tries to get that chick, and I was like, oh, I don't like you. Next character. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I'm like halfway through story mode, because every time I switch to a different character... I fuck around with all their changes. He's going to make them change their, their stances sometimes between fights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, every time it changes, I'm like, what was that? I'm going to try and make that work. And then I lose because I suck at Mortal Kombat. So I'm just at the part where Cassie Cage is like, hey, we got the, the amulet we couldn't protect, so we're going to take it back to Earth. And then, like, Kotal Khan's like, nah, bitch, this is Outland. Give me that shit. And she's like, okay. And like, they're in prison. I'm like, well, 
Uh, at least Cassie's still bad at her job, right? Cassie's the most reasonable person in the fucking story, but are you kidding me? She is reasonable, and that's why she's bad at her job. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone that's unreasonable in that show gets fucking murdered. Yeah, but she goes to Outworld, the world of, like, where it's literally like, well, nigga, let's fight about it. That's how they answer everything. It was like, dog, I came here to help you. And this dude's like, yeah, I don't believe it, so let's fight about it. And then she's just like, but I just want to talk it out. Oh my, Cassie, you're too reasonable. That's not even close to what happened. <laughs> she went there, and Captain Save a Hoe Green Arrow's like, we got to save the fucking bread feed. Okay, yeah. And Cassie's like, what the fuck? I <laughs> like, will say this. It's like, all, all, all bitterness aside, I want I to I make a shout out to Cassie Cage for not being, even though she is a white chick, not being the white chick in the story that everyone uses to propel the story. <laughs> You know, you're watching a bad movie or TV show when that one white chick that's just pretty only speaks when she needs to do something stupid to propel the plot. And Cassie is not that person. It's an Asian guy with a skull on his bow. They, they literally do a role reversal. Like, okay, so you got four people in the story mode that are like the main protagonists. It's Johnny and Sonya's kid, Cassie Cage. Uh, Jackie Briggs, who's fucking awesome. Oh, gosh, she's awesome. She's Jax's daughter. And uh, then Takeda, who is Kenshi's son, and and uh, Kung Lao's fucking nephew, uh, Jin, whatever, nobody cares, bow user guy, right? But they literally do a role reversal where Cassie and and Jackie are the two, like, buddy cop lead characters. And then you've got the two white chicks that follow them around, which are Takeda. Oh, and, Takeda's and totally Jin. that chick. Like... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's totally that chick. Oh, and man. Takeda's, like, totally, like, he wants a relationship with Jackie, but he's a little scared of her. You know? <laughs> like, she's threatening, but he likes that in a woman. You know, like, that kind of thing? Like, it's just, like, this complete... <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I think? I think they had a bad writer write the plot, and they had a good writer swap the roles. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Ex- and it works. It's so great. This makes them such cool female characters. But anyway. I'm just so I'm butthurt, because she's... Cassie's so reasonable. And I'm like, bitch, if you don't just start punching niggas, so we can get this going. It's, it's very weird. Because, like, I don't know. It, it's, it's fun. It's very... It's good writing. It's just weird. Because... <laughs> Like, her character is like, oh, okay, I don't want to start an interdimensional war again. But you're, <laughs> but you're used to Mortal Kombat, so you're like, bitch, drop kick that nigga, and let's get it going. <laughs> she's like, let's get to that interdimensional war I've been playing this game for. Yeah, and so, like, it's very, it just catches me off guard. Because you're constantly like, oh, yeah, this is going to end in a fight. And she's like, whoa, 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 that would be stupid. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it would be. And she just... And then she, like, calms it down. And then Jen will do something stupid and we fight anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like a lot it. of really spectacular moments in that story mode. My favorite is still when they go... There's a part where the four of them, when they are introduced, they go and take on Sub-Zero and his fucking ninjas. And, <laughs> and Sub-Zero systematically beats the shit out of all four of them individually. Hilarious. Oh. But there's this part with... 
where he, cause he talks, he does that whole like sensei talk down patronizing thing to everybody. Cause Sub-Zero's old, right? Like he's been through a lot of shit, right? He's trying to bring peace to the realm cause he's had to fight fucking ninjas and Scorpion for his entire fucking life. He had his brother fucking killed by Scorpion. He had to let that shit go and get his fucking chakras aligned so that he, <laughs> with his life and here come these four fucking kids who are just like blah 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 we gotta fucking you know come and fight you sub-zero you're coming with us and he's like okay and he beats the shit out of all of them but jackie's the only one that really gives him a, a run for his money <laughs> because jackie walks up and he's like hey what are you gonna do and she goes superman punch and she checks <laughs> him and he stops like oh oh god my jaw's fucking broken okay we're fighting and then he fights right and And he stabs him with an ice sword yeah dude Uh, it got personal (laughs) i liked it Uh, it it was it was was, they have managed to mix just the right amount of fun with just the right amount of fucking uh kung fu flick if that makes any sense yeah it's awesome and they uh they go really hard and it's and it's brutal and there's lots of over-the-top violence and shit like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And all the characters, like... It, it's really interesting because all of the chicks from Outland look like ninja hookers. And all the chicks from Earthrealm look like, look like soldiers. Like, they look like hardcore, ass-kicking, like, Krav Maga soldiers, right? Well, in all fairness, Kolo Khan looks like a Mayan stripper. But... <laughs> he looks like Magic Mayan Mike. He looks like the one Mexican guy that works at Chippendales, and you're like, you're our Aztec gods. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. All right, oh, so anyway, so the story mode is awesome, you guys. It's really cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I'm sure they'll come up with something, some place for it to go from here in Mortal Kombat 11 or whatever they want to do. But uh, anyway, and then let's move on to the online mode. The online mode... They've added a new feature to this game, which is called Factions, where at the beginning of the game, as soon as you log in, there's five different factions that sort of exist in the world of Mortal Kombat. It's like the Lin Kuei, the White Lotus, the Spec Ops, the Black Dragon, and uh, crap. The uh, Nether Realm. And the Nether Realm, right. Those are the five factions. You pick a faction, and everything you do in that game, story mode, arcade mode, online, anything you do counts as like points that get distributed to your faction and at the end of every month or whatever whatever faction has the most points gets a bunch of perks for the rest of the for the following month they get you know bonus portraits and online stuff and you know everybody gets bonus coins and like which which because they brought the crypt back where you can uh, you go and you like purchase like the the in-game shop is its own adventure basically <laughs> Where you have coins and you're walking, you're like exploring this underground crypt and using your coins to unlock doors and open open up fatalities and stuff like that. Really it's cool. Frust- it's frustrating and fun. Cause I got a picture, but yeah. I'll keep I'll keep going. I spent six grand on a friggin' portrait. I wanted a fatality. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, but I mean, I will say this: Nether Realm always delivers. I have never spent sixty bucks on a Nether Realm game. And have it not pay off. Yeah. And and you know what? Like, the online mode, this faction mode, actually makes me excited to play online. Because you're not ju- – it's not just you by yourself. Anything that, that fighting games can do to make it not just you versus the world, really improve your, your uh, play experience, I think. 
Um, unless yes. unless you are a competitive fighting game professional, in which case you're used to that. Anything where you could be like, oh, yeah, no. Like, they have faction battles where it's five versus five. So it's you and four other dudes on the Internet team up against five people from an opposing faction. And you fight. Like, it's it's still – you're still having the same kind of battle. Like, it's not a different kind of fight than if you just did ranked play or whatever over and over again. But suffering with other people really helps you kind of get through – uh, the tough learning phase of any fighting game. You know it's like I mean? a it's like a sports team, yeah. like you know it's it's tribalism, but with no harm in it. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, my crew versus your crew online right now. I'm gonna pull your spine out of your ass, and you know it's fun. Yeah, and you get special fatalities based on which <clears throat> faction you're a part of, and it just gives you a little bit of pride, you know, because it's like, hey, yeah, you know, Lin Kuei, that's what I'm from. Like, yeah, we're doing that. So, so yeah, it's really good. There's no, there's not really any, I haven't run into any lag or anything like that really online. It's, it's pretty good. And they have one of the best, one of the best features to ever come into a fighting game, which is called the quitality. And what it means is, is when someone rage quits, their head explodes, they fall over dead, your character does a, does a pose, and it says quitality. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Just so you know, you made that dude quit. He didn't DC. He didn't do any of that shit. He quit. Uh, that's amazing. It's uh, it's pretty brilliant. It's pretty brilliant. And they've got... Um, I actually really like the way <clears throat> their, their, their standard fatality and brutality system is. It used to be that when you played Mortal Kombat... You had to go onto friggin' Game Facts or whatever, or go to a Game Pro magazine. You print out like the the fatalities, and it was stuff like up, up, down, left, right, left, right, B A B. Like that's that's a fatality, and you had to be standing like in the middle of the screen, and you had maybe five seconds to do it. You know what I mean? It's like how the- <laughs> Dude, don't give me like like to bring it back to the main topic. It touches on arcade culture from twenty three years ago. And that weird, like, video game violence culture. Because when this came out, we had no problem with violence on TV and our, and or kids watching violent movies. But the idea of a kid playing a game where someone ripped someone's head off was like, blew everyone's mind. So like to have the secret move that you could do that only certain cool kids knew because their parents got them with Game Pro subscription. <laughs> yeah. And then that, you had to go to the arcade and they'll be like, oh man, Matt's going to your arcade today and he knows how to do the Sub-Zero Fatality. You're like, oh shit. You know, you go, you see it like, oh, that was crazy. My mind's blown. I just saw these shitty pixelated graphics where this dude guy's head ripped off. And <laughs> it was like, whoa, mind blown. Back then, it mattered. When you were the dude that could do that super complicated fatality, and it, like, when you were the dude that could do the big bality in Mortal Kombat 2, it was like, damn, dog. <laughs> Impress. Yeah, and now, and now they're like, we know you don't want to deal with that, so we made easy versions of all the fatalities. Just, uh, we know you want to do a fatality, we know you don't want it to be hard. Here it is. If you want to do the crazy input, you could totally do it. But they also, like, with the new brutality system, they made it so that rather than... Normally when you win in Mortal Kombat, you do the last blow in the last round, and they stand there, they go, they get dazed, and they go, finish him, and you can do a fatality. Or you do whatever move you want to do to, to do the land the killing blow, and they can they just have to stand there and kind of take it. 
And uh, if you do a fatality, it does a cutscene. But what they have now, the new brutalities, every character has a set of moves that if you hit someone with that move under specific conditions, it'll it'll kill, it'll do a special, it will skip the whole fatality screen and do a special kill. So like for Cassie, for example, her brutality is, is if the last hit she deals to you is with her gun, with her pistol, and she's at above 50% life. And I think it has something like if you've shot them three times over the course of the match, and her last shot is with the gun, you shoot them, you shoot them in the face, and their head explodes. Like that's how they're. Whoa! It doesn't even. There's no like finish him. She just goes boom and executes you. Like it's, it's, it's cool. Like Sonya, if your last, if your last move is the the flippy scissor kick, she rips them in half. Like it's it's great. It's good fun. I'm saying, like Mortal Kombat. All right. Yeah, before we go into the whole violence thing, buy this game. If you even if you're interested in fighting games, buy it. The violence is so over the top. It it looks realistic, but you have to be ten to think that's how your human body works. Like, <laughs> it's it's so it's like it's like in a movie. Like you watch a Schwarzenegger movie, you don't think, oh, like it's like watching Fast Five. Not to date, so I don't date myself. But you watch Fast and the Furious, and you don't think, oh. Human bodies and cars can actually do that. You're like, this is fun though. Like, <laughs> watching these guys in fucking, like, fucking rice rockets, fucking chase and, and fucking stop a tank would never happen. But it's a cool movie. And that's what World Combat is. The violence is so over the top. It's, it's goofy. And it's never, it's never brutal. Let me, I don't know how to put it. There, there's fun violence, and then there's violence where you're like, oh, that dude needs to got, like, get murdered. Like, when you see someone like stab your favorite character in the stomach and leave him to bleed out, that's 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 not fun violence. That's like, oh, I need that villain to die a bad death now. You know, yeah. like, yeah. It, there's none of that. There's those fuck you moments that are, like, cartoonish, like, in Mortal Kombat, but the violence is always fun. Is is gratuitous, because it's silly and they want you to not take it seriously. So it stays fun without being stop manhunt. There it is. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's jump right into the main topic here. We're not going to work. We're not going to talk about how that the topic that, that Mortal Kombat brought up, which is, you know, violence and it being like kids are going to go shoot up their school because they played Mortal Kombat and watched this sub zero to a pixelated fatality on their. Ca- no, here's the deal. Is there such a thing, whether Mortal Kombat 10 does it or not, as too much, too violent in a fighting game? Is it like Manhunt the game? Like what, like, is there such a thing? Or is it one of those things where it's like, well, you have to be able to distinguish reality from fiction, bro. You in know, a fighting like, game? All right. Huh. Okay. So here's my opinion on it. All right. <clears throat> if you could... You can't get too violent in a fighting game because a fighting game in its nature shows you the cost of violence. Okay. Because you, you go in and you're like, I want to beat this. Like, a fighting game is the very essence of violence in the sense where you can't go in there willing to hurt someone else without the realization that you're going to be hurt. Right. So in that sense, fighting games already get so much more leeway with their violence than movies and other like uh, games because there's the immediate like I'm hurting this person, but this person can hurt me. A good fighting, a good fighting game, you feel balanced, so you're like, oh, we're on an even playing field, and it's just a competition. Right. But the more violent it is, like, 
it doesn't detract from the game as much as it sucks the fun out because violence isn't fun unless you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah. So, like, fighting games are fun because there's no real harm. So it can be violent over the top as long as it's fun because there's no real harm happening. Yeah. But, like, if you had, like, a realistic UFC fighting game where you break a guy's arm and that shit goes limp and you got to look at it and that guy's, like, in pain the rest of the match. Yeah, that's that's harsh. That's, that's not going to be fun. That's it, harsh. It would be fun. It would be a cool fighting game system, but you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's not fun. You're not going to want to break that guy's arm. Well, it looks like, realistic. In the uh, those old the, the new boxing games where if someone gets hit in the head enough times, like you see their ear and their face start to swell up. I'm like, oh, dude, this guy is going to be crippled for the rest of his friggin' life. Like this, <laughs> he's yeah. gonna have concussions and like memory loss until he's dead. Like <laughs> he's gonna have the shakes when he's fifty. Because I just beat the shit out of him for 12 rounds. It sucks the fun out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think I think it's it's one of those things where... But, I, but see, this contradicts... What I'm about to say contradicts what I just said. But to me, the, the violence being a natural effect, like, if I shoot someone, you know, like, they're, I, I want to see... As if they got shot, like something happened, right? As a result of the action that I'm doing, right? I don't need it to be like, like in the in the MMA thing where the dude's like standing there screaming, like with his bones jutting out, and you're like, oh, dude, like that's so gnarly. Like I want to hear a crack, so that I, because that's what would happen if I did it. But I don't know, like I don't want, like the two. I don't know. There's something about when it become you want the result. Of of what you're doing to be displayed, right? Otherwise, you, it takes you out of it a little bit. But you don't want it to be so realistic that you're gonna empathize with the guy that's there. And yeah, you know what I mean? Like you don't. Yeah, it's, you want to feel the power fantasy, but you don't want to actually hurt someone. You don't. You want to feel the power fantasy, which is like, yeah, I broke that dude's arm because he can't. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. But you don't want it to actually be. I literally broke a dude's arm because he didn't know how to defend himself because that's not yeah. fun. <laughs> but that's like, not you know, fun. Like, <laughs> it, will, it will be like you ran up to a guy on the street like, do you know Kung Fu? And he's like, no. And he broke his arm over your knee. And it's like, you're like, ha, 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 That's not fun. That wasn't, that wasn't even fun to watch. It was just like, whoa, what just happened? But like it, so, in a fighting game, it's like they even talk shit like the fighting games are the perfect place to have hyper violence because dudes come out and a dude come out like you ain't shit compared to my kung fu you know yeah yeah. together dude comes out like oh my magic and you guys do your thing and then whoever someone gets to go yeah no i was the best it's like it's just shit talking and fun but like in Mortal combat threads that needle so well. A little a little bit, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, the good kind, I guess, for me, of, of violence in a video game, um, like, the very edge of it, like, before it gets to the bad kind, is where Mortal Kombat 10 is now. Where it's like kind of like a good episode of South Park, where it, it makes you smile, but sometimes your stomach kind of goes, hurt, like, a l- little oh bit. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even just start it on that shit. It's so, you know, like, there's stuff with, like, Ermac pulling people's stomach out through their mouth, and you're like, okay, all right, I don't want to, I don't, I can't, you know, but you're not, you, it's, you're not, like, you're not going to have nightmares about that, you know, like, as much as, as you hearing the scream of this fictional character who looks just like the guy on, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't. Yeah, it's, well, 
Like that being said, the what was his name? Noob Cybot. When he pulled you the wishbone fatality. Yeah. Okay, the wishbone fatality and the uh the one where Kung Lao pulls you on the bus saw. Oh, dude. Because when he pulls you on the bus saw, there's a moment where your character's like, no, 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 and they cut away for your face. I'm like, I can't watch that person beg for their life any yeah. longer than one second of the person going, no, 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 and then you get the buzz saw. I'm like, that one threaded the needle. But that's the interesting, that's the thing, like, right, is is it becomes when when you put, <laughs> I guess, like, when you put the humanity into those characters, it becomes too real, you know? Like, when you see a character who, like, it's like, I'm about to be pulled through a buzzsaw. Please don't do this. And you're like, oh, God, I should probably stop. No, it's too late. Like, it's, you know, that makes you feel like shit, right? <laughs> yeah, it's that moment where you're like, when you're telling your character, the fight's over. Put him down. That's yeah. not fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's, and I feel like Mortal Kombat is constantly trying to push it. I bet you there's tons. Like, they have, like, this folder of shame at NetherRealm, right? Right. And in that folder of shame are some of the worst fatalities. <laughs> and they're like, someone wanted to do that? And they're like, yeah. And then we thought about it. And we're like, that's not fun. So we kept yeah. going. Yeah, like how, how violence can be fun is when there's a detachment from uh, – is when it's, it's, it is a fantasy. is when you don't see – what would happen in real life if that actually happened? Like, you don't want to see a liter- like a completely literal representation, like with the emotion and everything that these characters are going through. And that's the other thing, is what makes it okay for most fighting games is you watch someone, you know, do a backbreaker on your character, stab them, throw fire at them, like whatever it is. They get hit, and for a second, it's real, but then they, they shake it off and they're back to where they were. The things that would kill a normal human being, like getting shot... Or whatever. They're like, oh, God, you shot me. All right, we're fighting. Like, you know, it's it's not it's not this like you, when you shoot someone with, with Cassie, there's not this slow like you shoot someone in the stomach and there's not this like slow deterioration of their life as they play out the rest of the. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're the, not bleeding out and they're not thinking your character's not going, oh, oh, the light. I see the light. You know, it's not a this. It doesn't get too real. <clears throat> and and uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's. That's so. That's such a big thing. Where I, I think that's why Mortal Kombat has abandoned realistic character models. Yeah. And the but, thing is, it's like, I, you think about like the act of is weird thing to talk about, but you think about like the act of you take someone having a sword and stabbing you in the stomach, right? Yeah. In Mortal Kombat, your character, your character screams like that ridiculous kung fu movie like horror film scream that's this way over the top and there's blood and then the sword comes out and you're like, Oh shit, you just got stabbed. And then it, it's, it's more of like a, a shock kind of a thing. And then it, they pull the sword out and then you're back to fighting again. And there's a mark where you remember that that person got stabbed, but they're just, they're not bleeding. You don't see like them, like, like struggling and talking to themselves and begging. There's that kind of violence, right? And that almost then, goes too far. Does a little remember? bit. Yeah. It's like the missing eyelids may like suck the fun out of the victory. It's like, but she need to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. There's the, the, they sort of changed that a little bit where in Katana used to, when you punch her in the face too many, when you punch someone in the face too many times, their eyelids would split and all kind their face would swell up. And at the end of the match, you would zoom in and be like, this is what you did. And you're like, ha ha. Oh. <laughs> Um, oh my god. But yeah, like the difference, like the, the action is the same. You have a guy getting stabbed in the stomach, right? And then you have like The Last of Us, where 
where the main character like falls on a piece of rebar and you're like no no oh no oh i can't i can't watch this this is all you know and he's just like oh the rebar i'm like you're so fucking dead yeah it's just like how like just because then you're right there you know that dude's got to get rebar out of his stomach right and so then you're like are they gonna make me watch him pop that through every rung of that rebar yeah because that game is very real. It's all about the very real consequences of violence. You're avoiding people. You're constantly protecting that little girl. Yeah. And then to see him suffer such a such a terrible like injury and realize he can't even stop. He's got he's either going to die trying to get out of that rebar, or he's going to die on that. I mean, or he's going to die somewhere else fighting. Well, and the difference is that you put yourself completely in that character's shoes. Whereas yeah. in Mortal Kombat, you put yourself in a fantasy a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you put yourself, you're like, I'm Goro, I got four arms, and I'm like, yeah, I throw fire, and I do, like, crazy haymakers. It's, you know, it, there's, you you have a little bit of a power trip, but you don't feel like Goro when he gets stabbed, you know? <laughs> like, you don't feel for the dude when, yeah. he gets, when he gets messed up. So, so yeah, so will that kind of thing, do you think that the, the way that the violence is in Mortal Kombat is going to turn people's ability, is going to turn people away from this game? No. Uh, okay. No, because no, honestly, because I, I shit on it like a little bit when they did it in uh, Mortal Kombat 9, when they added the movie like tie-ins and extra characters. Yeah. And I was like, that's bullshit. But then I'm like, you know what? It, it helps. It helps you keep from taking it too seriously. When I see Jason Voorhees, I'm like, good. All right, you know what? That that And the Predator, who I'm going to buy and play, no matter what he plays like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? This is good. Like, they, they, they I, I don't know how they do it. I don't know, because if you told me in a meeting that you're going to put movie horror like horror villain like characters in your fighting game i would tell you a hundred different reasons why you're a retard right <laughs> i'll be like what where to begin oh my god and i just go on this whole re- like rant and be completely wrong because that i think is going to keep this game from ever being like won't combat as long as they keep going the way they're going isn't going to get too violent until someone else picks up the property and they're like, we're going to step it up a notch and they're going to yeah. go too hardcore and it's going to just suck the fun out of the game. Cause it's going to be slasher porn and you're going to be like, I don't want, I don't need this. Like, yeah, like I need, I can't stress this enough to people. Like whenever you're like, Oh, <clears throat> violence in video games, play a violent video game. That's good. Like moral combat. And I want you to go, I want you to play manhunt. Yeah. Every person should play Manhunt. That is one of the greatest artistic like failings in video game history. Rockstar is an amazing video game company, and they made a well-crafted murder porn game. And your your character is a dude that's on death row for, I think, murder or some shit. You're not a good person. And a billionaire kidnaps you and puts you in this like shanty town he made. And he hires gangs to find you and kill you. And he has cameras everywhere so he can watch you kill or be killed because he's in the snuff. Right. And your whole plan is to brutally murder, I mean, brutally murder people until you can get to this guy and kill him. And it's not fun. I got through two levels 
I yeah. stabbed a guy to death with a piece of glass in his eyes. <laughs> oh, but it's it's like real life. You don't just die when someone stabs you in the eye. He ha- you have to you hold this guy and you have to stab him in the eye and then get it in his brain and he starts jostling the blade. <laughs> oh, like, oh no 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 no! I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't do this. This game's not fun. Like you choke a guy with a paper bag and he like suffocates and it's not fun. It's just, oh, dude. And I'm like, oh, and they're criminals. They're like skinheads and terrible people. But you're like, I don't want to. I don't want to see this guy die like that. That's not fun for me. Yeah, it's not fun for anybody. Like, yeah. So like, play that game and then look at Mortal Kombat, and I'll and you'll understand the huge difference. Because yeah, even in a game, uh, like Manhunt sucked the fun out of fighting for your life. Yeah, and that's. In a video game, that should be an amazing, like, that's that's what made the Tomb Raider game so awesome, was it started off with her fighting for her life, and by the end of the game, it ended with her getting revenge on all the people that killed her fucking friends, you know? Yeah, and she, and it was very, it's very empowering to live through that kind of adversity, you know? It's, it's such you win, you're in it, like, you just, you start off, you know, fighting off Captain Rapey, and then you're like, I'm going to kill all you bastards. It's, yeah. a, it's a journey. Like, watching Jared play that game, like, I watched him tumble down a hill and die. And I'm like, oh, you're not doing too good, bro. And I came back, I see him, like, gunning down dudes with an AK two, three days later. I'm like, oh, okay, I think you figured it out. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the kind of uh, that's that's the kind of fighting for your life violence that feels good in a game. You're fighting bad people. You start off feeling weak. And then you get to take it to these bad people, and you're like, yeah, that's good. You know, you get to be a superhero for a minute. Well, and you know what? There's a point in in, in every in, – and I do this – and I, I say this about any art form, movies or television. There's a point that you get to where you go, yeah, I get it, right? Where you stab a dude with a, with a, with a knife, and you go, yeah, I get it. He got stabbed with a knife. But then when it keeps going – and you're like, yeah, no, you're gonna watch every like frame by frame. This is oh. what happens. And you're like, yeah, I get it. Like, I okay, I get it. Please stop. You know, like I get it. It's not something I want to watch. And and a lot of movies and television shows go a little too far. And the reason they go too far is because they go past the yeah, I get it point. And yeah. it doesn't just become violence as a result of what happened. It's violence for the sake of violence. Because it's like, because yeah, look how fucking hardcore this is. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it happens with violence, it happens with sex, it happens with all kinds of those things where you, there's a point where you go, yeah, I get it. And then they go, so, they go way past it and you're like, okay, why am I, like, I, I, I get it. Why am I watching this? I could do a whole podcast about how Bayonetta is, is the best designed female character compared uh, to like so many fucking female characters in fighting games. <clears throat> and like, how, like, don't even get me started on sex and how people don't get it when they're making characters and they're like, I'm gonna make this character sexy and they don't even understand what that fucking means. And it's just, it's, ugh. like, just because your character looks like a whore doesn't make them sexy. And also, making a character look like a whore isn't empowering because no one respects whores. That's why <laughs> whore is a fucking, like, th- <laughs> ugh, I can't even. It's so fucking infuriating. Like, you were mentioning how, like, what they did. With Mortal Kombat, where they're like, oh, we killed off all the other characters that were dressed like whores, right? We got a reboot. 
Yeah, pretty much. Everyone from Earth <laughs> is going to look like a soldier, and everyone from Outworld is going to look like our ninja hookers, because that's our old art style, so we'll make it look like a cultural difference. And we're going to take all the dudes in Outworld and make them wear less clothing, too, and it's going <laughs> to look like a thing. Yeah. And so you get to Outworld, and you're like, oh, you know what's weird about Outworld? I'm like, that cowboy's wearing too many clothes. <laughs> that was my thing. I'm like, dog, you stand out like a sore thumb. Why are you wearing so much? You're in Outworld, like. And then you find out he's not from Outworld. Yeah, and you're like, oh, cool, well played, Netherrealm. You you took and you tackled sexy. You didn't take a chick and make her stop, which was putting half her clothes on and go, nah, leave that shirt open. That's not sexy. That's not even good. To, I can't. Bayonetta literally goes almost naked because she's worried, but it just, it works so well in that game. They're constantly like, in that, in the world of Bayonetta, she, she's, first of all, she owns it. She's like, yeah, I'm sexy. And then her character's built like a Barbie doll, which is not anatomically correct. So she's, you don't really take her, you don't see her as a real woman in a weird way. Because she doesn't look like a real woman. She, she doesn't look human the way she walks around, but she's she looks. Man, is she? Oh, you know, she's human. That's why she like. And I see like the arrows like, why does she use her hair in the game? They're mediums, and and all the witches channel their powers through hell, and you don't want to channel anything from hell through your actual like body, so they do it through their hair. So when she's half naked, there's a. They always focus on her being naked. I almost didn't notice when I first started playing because your hair summons a demon from hell. And you're so, focused on the demon from hell. And the demon will start eating the angels you're fighting. <laughs> and it's like, and so Jared's like, that bitch is naked. I was like, wait, what? I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, this hellhound was eating an angel, and all the angels have this weird Indian look to them. And like, the game is, I don't even, I, I could do a whole podcast on how Bayonetta did sexy right, and that chick is at, almost asshole naked every other combo I do. And I'm like, and I don't, I don't feel like, she was cheapened. I feel like she's one of the best female characters in the game. And then you go to fighting games where these female characters are actually literally physically powerful. And I'm just like, ugh. Like, they just, they just make them look like, like hookers with superpowers. And like, <laughs> and it just, it doesn't work. And then you get the Mortal Kombat. I'm like, they get it. Like, Cassie kicks ass. Like, fucking Jacqueline. I'm like, I love that character. She is just punching, Superman punching niggas. I did. Oh, wait, that's a ninja. And she's just like, Superman, uh, no bitch niggas in my crew. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I dig these characters. Even Melina was going hard. Yeah. Well, and the point is, it's like, in terms of people being able Sorry. to experience this game, the characters, I, 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 I think that people who, for, who look at the game objectively from the outside. I think people who... Let me, let me retract what I was about to say. People who see the Earthrealm characters and what they can do, they have so much style and so much, you know, like, so much moxie that you're going to be like, that That looks like someone I want to be like, right? I, I, would, I would give this game a shot. If you only show someone frame by frames of all the fatalities and you show them, like, Melina and Katana running around in their hooker underwear, you're going to be like, what are you playing, dude? You know, and and yeah. and and it's a li it's interesting because they show like sort of the where they came from and where where they are, but like there's in terms of the violence perspective, there's almost so much style, like because like Cassie like she spears a guy and like decks him in the face and it's like oh shit and she stands up and she goes get up get get down and <laughs> and you're like oh this is awesome like every yeah and and you know like Jax 
like chokes people out and he goes, you think you bad? You're not bad. And you're like, dude, this is so ridiculous. And there's so much, there's so much style that you just, you can't help but kind of fall in love a little bit with each of these little, with each of these characters. You know what I mean? It's not as dark. It it doesn't take itself too seriously with, with, I I want it like the violence is so serious, but there's, but there's not, but it doesn't take itself seriously uh, with some of the, some of the over the top statements and and things that they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you know, and I was worried it was gonna take itself too seriously with their deep like their debut trailer with the with it was an awesome rap song too. But like it was like it was the Sub Zero and Scorpion fighting in the forest to the rap music. You remember that trailer? It's an awesome trailer. But oh, I'm like, oh, that was like one of their first uh gameplay footage tests, wasn't it? Yeah, and I was like, this game is are they gonna take Mortal Kombat too seriously? I mean I'm excited because Mortal Kombat Nine was dope, but I was like, Oh man, don't don't take this too serious. Like, please don't. And they didn't. And it's awesome. <laughs> like, as soon as I heard the rap music, I'm like, no, no. Because <laughs> whenever I hear rap music, I keep thinking like some like exec in an Armani suit being like, we're going urban, you know? <laughs> but like, World Combat did not take themselves too seriously. They just, they kept that shit just like, just you're right. Just the right amount of style where you're like, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So, so anyway, so that's, that was our main topic. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for <laughs> airing with us through that. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oof. We're going to, we're going to jump right on because I've just been waiting. I've been really waiting to get and to talk as much as I can about Cassie Cage because I love this character, right? Now, before we move to Cassie Cage, our character of the week, as always, is submitted by you, the people. If you want to submit a character of the week, either tweet us at Classy Podcast or send us an email at keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com. So, okay. So, Cassie Cage. All right. So. So right. she's she's the daughter of Sonia and and uh, Johnny. And by the way, before we get into her, I want to point out something that's happened to me after starting to play this game. I have never been excited about two female characters as I have been about Sonia and Cassie. And they're my two main characters now. I'm like, fuck the grappler, fuck Scorpion and Sub-Zero, screws, Raiden, whatever. These two characters have so much style and I love playing them. And and I don't and I'm not I don't feel like this dude's gonna grab my ass if he wins. You know what I mean? Like it just they're so well <laughs> together. That's what I'm saying. Like if this dude wins, is he gonna is he gonna like you know is he gonna like kiss me on the cheek and tell me to to go back and you know like go make the same? yeah like is he gonna make some really demeaning comment about women? And that and that's and that's the thing. Like these characters are better than than the other characters in a lot of ways. Their way that they're designed, the way that they feel, and when they win that fight, you don't feel like I don't know. It's just it's just done in such a great way. The, their fighting style, the way they they throw their whole body into their punches, and their 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 you know Cassie fights with like a with a beat stick and a, and a fucking gun. Like, would you say you don't feel disempowered playing as a female character in this game? I I, I would say that, and I was gonna kind of avoid that because. <laughs> Because, Fuck it, I'll say it. Because, yeah, because, like, you know what, like, some people might like the way that a lot of the female characters are done in some of these other games, but truly one of the reasons that I don't like playing certain female characters is because I don't think they're well-designed, and I don't, and I think that they physically make you feel less empowered than playing the the dude with four arms and the fucking top knot. You know what I mean? But I don't feel that way these two characters. Well, I mean, I mean, it usually is because they usually tend to like they who was it? 
Extra Credits. You guys should check out Extra Credits. Uh, they do a lot of things on YouTube about uh, game development. But uh, they were talking about how they tend to take weaker characters and make them female characters because they feel like that's a female role. Like, for instance, most of, the, most of the zoning characters I like tend to be very feminine in design and nature. Yeah. But, like, and I also, I don't, and that's why I usually don't end up playing female characters. Like, it's just, they always end up being, having, like, no health. They do almost no damage half the time. Or they do do a ton of damage, but usually with a gimmick, you know? This isn't every female character. It's just the sad, the badly designed ones. And it's just, they're just, there's, there's enough emotional neutrality where they're just people first. They're good characters first and they're, they're females, you know, like, their 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 sex sexual identity comes second, you know. Where like you know yeah. like you notice halfway through, like Cassie Cage is focused on the job, but it doesn't make her seem like a bitch, and it doesn't like you know what I mean. Like it doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't go into that stereotype of what a strong female character is supposed to look like, and it's just like like halfway through you're like, man, Jin, why are you talking about trying to hook up with Cassie? She, like we have a job to do here. And yeah. I'm like I'm like wait a second, the male character is the one that's all emotionally complicating things and the female character is the one that's like we got shit to do and we got and that doesn't make her and that's not to say that like masculine is one way and female is the other i just think that in terms of a solid character you want to be on the same page with the player a little bit right and i feel like cassie cage is definitely there but anyway so she's she's really solid and i'm totally maining like sonya and cassie cassie uh she's got a lot of really solid abilities she's got three different types of uh, her three different stances, she's got Hollywood, uh, Brawler, <laughs> and uh, spe- and I think it's Spec Ops. And basically, it actually changes your appearance every time you you pick one. So her Hollywood, or okay, I'll do the Hollywood last. Her her Spec Ops, she can call in rocket strikes, and she can taunt you by saluting you. She'll be like, "Straighten up, soldier," and you're like, "Oh, you bitch!" <laughs> like. So she's got that awesome brawler. Is she gets like the the, the a, a couple of grapples? She gets like a tackle, like a ground and pound. She gets like a couple of backbreakers and shit like that. Air throws. She's awesome. And then her Hollywood style. She puts. She wears aviators. And she does air gun combos. She can. Sure. <laughs> you didn't know that. No, I've never. I haven't been playing online. I suck at this game. She no, her her Hollywood. The difference is she can shoot her guns in the air like she's doing like an aerial like movie shot, like an action flick <laughs> shot. And then she she wears aviators and she gets Johnny Cage's nut punch. And every time she punches you in the dick, she goes ding. Oh. <laughs> and if you meet her, burn it. She goes ding dong and hits you twice. <laughs> And she's she's awesome. She's fucking great. She flicks people off when you pick her in verses when they're like when everyone's like drawing down, they're flexing on each other and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to fight." She literally chews some bubblegum, puts her shades on, flips you the bird and then walks off screen. <laughs> I was like, "That's so fucking that's so awesome." I like that. Yeah, and her um and she's totally a crazy rushdown character. She's got her backflip kick where she can get away from you. She's got a bunch of different mix-ups, and she can just keep juggling you. And she her her Hollywood style is what I play the most with. It's all about you get the nut punch, and then it sets them up where they're in a standing position, and you're at frame advantage. So you can basically do another – you can basically attempt another mix-up over and over again. You can basically keep resetting them 
um, oh with God. the punch. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she, and she's got a gun. She's got, everybody's got pretty much some kind of basic ranged attack. Uh, but she's got her gun. She's got the air guns. She's got, um, she's got like, uh, she's got Johnny Cage's, uh, soul power with the, like, the, the kicks that turn her green. Oh, yeah. Uh, that protected him from Shinnok. Yeah. And she, she's so awesome, dude. And she's like, and she's, she, when she, one of her fatalities is she breaks your jaw with her fucking, uh, with her, like she kills you by breaking your jaw with, with her gun. And then she takes a selfie with you and posts it on Facebook. <laughs> like there's just so much style to this chick. That's pretty badass. Yeah. It, it's just, anyway, she's, she's friggin' awesome. But, uh, so yeah, so. So how do you uh, how do you play against Cassie Cage, uh, Savage? I wouldn't know because here's what happens with me on a on a computer. I lose a lot, and I'm like, I just want to do the juggles. I got bone hands. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make it happen. I can't. I'm so bad. I haven't even beat story mode. Not because I not because I just I can't I can't. I'm so bad. I play these this game, and I just want to learn Sinuk, and all he is he, he's like Sinestro, but I feel like he has less tools. Okay, but yeah, like so. She, um, so that to be said, I don't know how to beat Cassie. The thing with Cassie is, uh, just like Sonya, actually, you kind of have to learn. <sighs> oh, you all right? You bang, you bang, you bang, you bang your chest. Mm, yeah, no, I just got my I got my kneecap on the corner of my desk. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah, though she, she, she's all about the rushdown. And, but really, the key thing to watch out for, for when you're playing against Cassie is you gotta know that she's gonna reset you and, uh, she's going to be constantly going for the mix up. So backdash is gonna be your friend. Armored moves that will, like, you wanna try, like, reversals on her a lot. So whenever she comes in, you know she's gonna just reset you with another dick punch. So you gotta go for a reset or a reversal. You want, like, it's, it's really hard to block Cassie, uh, playing against her, you have to fight aggression with aggression a little bit. It's, it's kind of hard to be patient against her because eventually she's going to crack you and do a reset on you. And then you're pretty much back where you were. Um, so pretty much if she gets one combo on you, she's going to be able to put you in a 50-50 situation, sort of like a grappler. But, uh, yeah, you have to be like, you have to know exactly what your armor options are. And fortunately, most characters in this game have those kinds of things where they like, they, they're like, I have a move that has a ton of armor and, and it's my get out of jail free move. And so she's going to come in on me and, and not pay any, not, not respect my wake up options. Then I'm just going to come out here with an EX shore you can and knock her on her ass and we're going to be good. Um, she actually does not have too many abilities to get super close to you, she kind of has to like do the run move, which I realize is the other thing in Mortal Kombat that we don't. That's new for players is the block button, and there's also a run where like you have to, you can dash and hold block, and your character will sprint across the screen. Um, so let me just put this out there for all the longtime listeners. Of course, I have literally only done it once on accident when I was panicking while blocking. <laughs> Otherwise, I have never sprinted towards my enemy at all in this game. Yeah. So, yeah, just just dropping that in there. Please don't let me interrupt. 
And uh, but yeah, so so you got to be ready for the reversal on Cassie Cage. Um, and yeah, and and she's totally got some. She's she's got a lot of style, and so you know when she when she goes ding, you're gonna get, you're gonna get mad. You're gonna get real mad. You're gonna get really upset, and you're gonna try and like you know, and you're gonna try and and go go in on her all unsafe. You got You got. You do have to think before you make an action on her because she's got a lot of ways to reverse you as well. She can. She can. Her flip kick is really safe because it moves her away, and she's got. She's got some really solid options, especially you know in brawler stance. Like she's got like some really good options. So you know, but just just don't get frustrated when she's talking shit to you while she's beating your ass with that friggin' Billy Club. Says the guy that loves to frustrate people. I mean, that's that's but that's part of her thing. It's like her style, right? She's you know, get up, get get down. Like, <laughs> you just kind of you feel your muscles tense up a little bit. Like, yeah. I'll kill you. <laughs> that might be a balancing thing. We should send a letter to Nether Realm. Like, could you make Cassie talk less shit as a balancing, uh, you know, patch? <laughs> it literally messes with my head. I don't know how to get around it. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> when, she, when she when she drop kicks you and she goes, "My mother taught me that." <laughs> And you're like, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, Dude, oh man, it's like, uh, I keep bringing it up. It's like the guys at Namco when they're like, everyone said Hayachi was top tier in Tekken Tag 3, but he had the, I mean, Tekken Tag, but he had the worst fucking frame data. And I bet it was because of that bullshit laugh where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, every time he gets you, he laughs. It's like, man, fuck that nigga. He just walks off stage. <laughs> <laughs> Like you evil bastard! I hate you. Yep. Yeah. So so yeah. So that's that's Cassie Cage. Uh, thank you guys for submitting her this week. Um, but I was just super excited to talk about her because, like, like I said, I can't get over the the, the female characters in this game. Super cool. They 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 make them attractive and dangerous and scary and charismatic all at the same time. And it's just like they just they encompass everything that I would want in a good male character. And it's just like, and, and a good any character, and it's it's and it's that's what obviously came first when they when they built it. And so that's why I you know so I love Cassie Cage. So thank you guys for submitting her. Um, so before we go, we always like to do Q and A uh, before we we sign off. So this week uh, the question was sent in by Waggler four four four, and Waggler wants to know what would you do to reignite your passion for fighting games? I've been trying to get back into them for uh, the past couple weeks. And I've been looking for a way uh, into the scene once more. Thanks. Uh, so, Savage, do you have any advice for Waggler? For now, my thing has been to try new characters. Like, I spent all that time with Sanak, and I feel like it was a waste. I'm going to I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to try I'm going to try Grappler. And I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try rushdown character. Just saying that I could even like. Did you hear the hesitation? All right, hold <laughs> on. I'm I'm going to sit down and play a grappler, or a rush and down. and a rushdown character to just oh sick to my stomach to test the waters and remind myself why I love zoning characters and why I love fighting games too. Because also. Like, you gotta ask yourself, have you, like, have you taken a long break? Like, it might also just be your confidence, right? Right. Like, jumping, whenever I jump into a new, a new Blaze Blue, I'm always hesitant because I know I'm gonna just get my ass kicked for the first week as I reacclimate myself to the, you know, the system. 
Right. So that could also be it, you know. So maybe just, you know, I'm not sure how you do it. Just jump into the dive, uh, the deep end, the dive in. Jesus. Jump into the deep end, you know, just play some online matches, get back into your groove might help. But for me, I'm going through similar shit. I've been through some emotional shit, Keith. All right. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's fucked with my fighting game, uh, you know, style. So now I have to, I have to just fuck with some other characters. And I'm gonna see. So you know, next episode I'll let you guys know whether or not I uh, I, I'm giving up on Zony. I can never give up on Zony characters. Well, and that's but. the thing, right? Like the 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 place to definitely start is you got to remember why you started to begin with, and you got to think honestly about what it was like when you first got started. Was it one of those things where it was you? And a brother or something like that playing the game. And part of the reason was because you loved, you found a character you loved. But part of it was also because there was a, there was a community there, right? Then maybe what you need to do is find, if, if that's the case, you find a tra- you find someone to play with. You know what I mean? Because for a lot of people, it's not fun playing by yourself. I mean, you can play a story mode for if you're playing Mortal Kombat or something like that. And that's fun for a little while, but like, the sort of lasting love that you get for fighting games has to do with improving side by side with somebody else, uh, which we advocate, of course, yes. a lot in this game, uh, in, in this podcast. So, so, so maybe try that. I also think what Savage was saying, try something outside your comfort zone. That could be a different video. That could be a different kind of fighting game. Like, you know what? I've never played a 3D fighting game. I don't like them. I never liked them. But you know what? Like, now I don't like any, I'm not, I'm not into any fighting games right now. Why don't I just try it? Right? I'll just pick up Tekken and give it a shot. Doesn't matter. Right? You just pick it up and give it a shot. And that's the thing. Like, if you find something, uh, if you've had something that, that you were passionate about for a very long time, I feel like the coal is is still in there. Like the embers are still hot somewhere in there. You just got to remember, you just got to mix it up a little bit so that, because the other thing is you have to realize what drove you away from it as well and try and avoid that, right? Like if what drove you away from it was you got really competitive and you weren't having fun playing the character that you thought you liked and you weren't, you didn't, you weren't interested in any other characters. You didn't want to switch it up. Like, you know, maybe try a different game. Like don't, don't, don't stick with uh with a game that's, it's not treating you right, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's never go that game's never going to change, you know? It's it's time to move on. It's also never going to go away. So it's fine to put it down and try something else. A lot of people are are really uh hesitant to pick up a new game of any kind like that because they're like I've invested all this time so you feel like you owe it to that other game to go back there. And the only thing that honestly connects me to the previous game, fighting games that I've played are the people that I play them with, really. And it, yeah. sometimes it'll be like a style thing or like this is just what I'm into doing right now. But the stuff that keeps me going back to previous games are like, hey, I really like the online community or I really like playing with certain people or, you know, like it's just it just it just gets me in there um, because I know I love the characters. I know I found characters that I like. And, it, and that's great. It keeps me wanting to do that. But to get you back into it, um, I think community is a good way to, to good way to, to, to get it going. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Community and trying something new. So there you go. So that, thank you for submitting that, uh, Waggler444. Uh, if you got, again, if you guys want to sub- submit a question, send us an email, keep it classy podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Savage, do you have any, uh, any, uh, shout outs before we sign off? All right. Well, <clears throat> I got to get a shout out, of course, to test your mic. All right. 
it's a website where you can go and learn about Mortal Kombat X, or in my case, learn how bad you are at it. <laughs> so it's testermite.com. It's awesome. You go there. Uh, that's where I've been trying to learn my, my, my Shinnok combos. So shout out to them and a shout out to extra credits. I don't even know if they have a website, but just Google extra credits, YouTube. Yeah. They have a ton of awesome videos about video game development and they have a great one about gender roles and yeah, I guess that's it. You guys just stay sexy out there. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. Oh.